Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Tantera Golf Club. Briarwood Country Club and Lancaster Country Club. A hole in one, not big. Now it's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Good morning, everybody. Another edition of Tea to Green, live and on the air here on WGR Sports Radio 550. I'm Brian Cozio, along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis and Kevin Sylvester. Derek Kramer producing. Another week gone by here in May 2020, and we welcome you in to the best spot for local golf talk here in Western New York every week here on T to Green. Coming up over the course of the next hour, got a good debate coming up. The uh, article this week uh, from golf.com about whether or not laying up is actually what the numbers say is the smart thing to do uh, when you're playing kind of a safe or risk-reward hole. Uh, we'll talk about that. Also, our PGA leaderboard check. Uh, we've got some matches going on, some two-on-two -two battles uh, with some of the big names you might have been following. So there's now official dates for that. We'll get those up report. Uh, Champions Tour report, Ryder Cup report. We'll get Jeff's Western New York PGA Tip of the Week this week on controlling trajectory. So looking forward to that. Uh, and also coming up in our second segment, the owner and superintendent of Attica's 10th Hole and Golf Course, Scott Howard, is uh, going to be joining us. Uh, we know Scott quite well from his work as superintendent at Fox Valley. He's also helped out with our duster putting challenge for many years. Scott has now moved on to uh, own and work at Attica's tent pole and golf course in Attica. So we're looking forward to chatting with Scott here coming up in our second segment as uh, we broadcast this remotely, still safely for another week. And uh, we'll start off here with Kevin. Kevin, good morning. And uh, another week gone by here with another week, I guess, as Jeff always says every week, closer to the end of our uh, COVID-19 experience. Oh. Uh, let's hope so. We hope. Right, right. yes. Hope, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope so. Uh, another week where Jeff and I get to admire each other's beards. 
Um, okay. We're waiting for you to get on board with this, Brian. Um, but I don't he's think a baby face. Yeah. He's a baby face. It wouldn't look good on you. I, uh, I've been shaving regularly like I would normally. As far as Once my hair goes, though, that's a different story. I know we're doing this on Zoom. Uh, for those of you listening on GR, you can't yeah. see this, but my hair is an absolute disaster. So that's why I'm wearing a hat. I don't know. I think, oh, <laughs> Kevin's yours is good too. I yeah, mine is. Uh, I, my, my daughter cut my hair this week. So, yes. yeah, we went outside and put the clippers to it. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> It grows I, back. I have the Clippers. Uh, I haven't uh, haven't done that. Good thing I don't have enough golf caps uh, <laughs> to wear. Enough Puma golf caps and Callaway golf caps, um, thanks to our equipment and shoe sponsors, um, to do so uh, to cover this uh, mop up. And thankfully, you know, except for this weekend. I mean, this weather, this weekend's weather, gets a major thumbs down here. But it hasn't been too bad, right? I mean, we want a little bit warmer, but Hasn't been too bad. We actually had a nice little dry spell where uh, at least things at Lancaster Country Club, one of our home clubs, dried up pretty nicely. I played there uh, on Tuesday, actually, and it was great. It was, it was very dry. I got some roll in the golf ball. Um, it was excellent. And I even um, worked on a tip Jeff gave me on the grip. Jeff and I had talked um, – actually, the day before I think I played, on Monday, Jeff, we talked about – that little grip tip, uh, I, I was struggling with it. Uh, I got really comfortable real quick with that tip you told me, Jeff, about uh, putting it out 90 degrees and just kind of cocking the wrist towards my nose. Um, it helped me out. Uh, it took me a while to figure out that I, I, I wasn't cutting the ball as much. I was hitting it straighter. So I had to take some different lines uh, after I figured that out. Yeah, we've had a – we've had a. it's been a cooler spring, but it hasn't been super wet or anything like that. So if you're a – you're not afraid of a little cold weather and you're, you like walking it's it's been a good spring to play golf absolutely i got a ch chance to play twice this week uh tantara and the course is in great shape it's so green i love it and uh, the greens are rolling perfect so an opportunity to play and i am enjoying walking i know um you know we've debated over past shows about we know you know for some of you that can't walk we understand and and we understand it's not fair but you know for right now for me for me who would normally take a cart now walking uh, I'm enjoying some of the experiences of that. And uh, I know I'm really, I'm thinking at the end of the round, I feel really good about myself, about walking 18 holes and thinking, you know, look at it, you know, if this, if I'm playing and I've walked over 7,000 yards of golf, plus in between holes, I'm adding on the yards. And I'm thinking how many miles am I walking? And all it's really doing is allowing me to go home and just eat more of food out of my cupboard. So I don't know <laughs> if I'm really gaining anything here other than mentally I'm feeling good about myself. Well I can tell you, I can tell you, uh, Tuesday at Lancaster when I played, now these are total step for the day. So give or take some, right? Because of uh, just normal. I mean, I'm going right. to tell you, I didn't, not like I walked a lot afterwards uh, with it, but 16,364 steps. That's uh, 6.5 miles. That's great. Now, yeah, about 5.8 of that was golf. Yep. Yeah, I always thought it was about a five-mile walk when I walked the golf course. You know, you're walking to the tee, you're shuttling back, you're and hopefully it's a good habit. Hey, maybe now you're a walker, Brian. Maybe you go out and walk every time you play instead of taking the cart. I've always enjoyed walking much more than riding the cart. I ride the cart when I need to. Other than that, I, I, I've always preferred to walk the golf course. Yeah, I, th I think that now where I'm not constantly thinking about the time of, oh, I got to get done because I got to get to this. I got to, I got to get done because I've got to take my son to soccer or I've got to get him to where 
or I got to get to whatever, you know, even sometimes I'm playing in the afternoon before I have my Sabres duties at night or whatever. Like none of those things are entering my mind. Um, so, and I don't, I know we've said you don't really maybe save that much time, uh, but I'm always, I'm always just grabbing the cart, not even thinking what's better for me, what's not better for me. What am I going to play better or not play better? I'm always just grabbing and thinking, well, this will make me play faster and I'll get more holes in. And then before I got to go, cause I only got an hour and a half today or only got two hours today. So um, I'm hoping maybe this will re-energize me to walk more often when I don't necessarily have a time crunch, or even if I do, like figure out a way to make it work a little better. But I, wouldn't you rather play seven holes well and enjoy the experience than get nine holes in just because you got nine holes in? I mean, that's the way I'd look at it. And I don't believe it slows you down that much when you walk, especially if you're with another guy or something and you were sharing a cart because I'm walking straight to my ball, I'm hitting the shot, I'm going, instead of – scooting over looking for kevin's ball trying to figure out where he needs to drop it can i get a ruling on where kevin hit this ball here yeah you know <laughs> no you know <laughs> you know a couple things um one of the things i found oddly enough and perhaps i should say ironically in social distance golf where we have to walk and stay apart from one another um i find it to be more social with the guys i'm playing with because we can all have a conversation as opposed to maybe one guy's walking and other guys writing. Uh, well, you walk with different to... people. Like you'll end up walking with a yes. different guy up and down the hole because you hit it somewhere. Yeah, you end up yeah. chatting with different guys. Yes. Yeah. I, I you, and, and, you know, prior to this, uh, last summer I played around at a, a local club and they had the attachment where four bags go on one cart. And so it, if you hit the fairway, you walked. You know, the guys who hit it, Aaron took the cart to get there quicker – and I found that so enjoyable. It's like having a caddy because you didn't have to carry your bag. Uh, I walked a lot. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for Jeff. I had a good day off the tee. I walked a lot, but I'm just saying. Uh, I, I enjoy. I enjoy walking so much more than I do riding. Just do. Yeah, it's been it's been a really relaxing time. I like it. Uh, okay, a couple of things to get to. Let's start off with our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard here, brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different, and also by Puma Golf Shoes. Uh, our PGA Tour leaderboard, obviously there's no tournament this week, but we do have live golf coming soon, not too far away here. As you listen to this on Saturday, May 9th, eight days away from this event, uh, the event that was announced this week, Ricky Fowler and Matt Wolf are going to team up and play against Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson. And we talked about this, I think, two weeks ago when we debated maybe where the Brady-Manning-Tiger film match would go. This match is going to be played at Seminole in Florida, Kevin. So if you wanted to see it, we're going to get it. Yeah, well, I was wrong. I, I was wrong. To, yeah, I, I want to see it with uh, um, my own eyes playing it. But, yeah, <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, you know what? And, and they uh, jumped – um, you know, their equipment company, it's not ours, so we won't mention it, but their equipment company is sponsoring this thing. And um, uh, they jumped the Tiger Woods Phil thing by a week. So kudos to them. It's on free TV. It's on NBC. Uh, yep. So it'll be aired there on golf. So it's going to be on, uh, you know, a channel two. We'll get to see that uh, here in Buffalo. And you know what? I think it's more, it, it's probably more interesting. Um because you've got four pro golfers, at least to me. Listen, Tiger Phil's interesting, but you know the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady thing was to you know, bring all these people in. I'm like, are you kidding me? Roy McIlroy, DJ against Fowler and Wolf. That's gonna be great. Great stuff. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I think that's. I'd much rather watch that than 
yeah. I like Peyton. I hate Tom Brady, so I don't want to watch them. But I agree. This is going to be much, much better to watch, I think. Um, and, and to see that golf course, that's going to be cool, too. That's, that's going to be a really cool part of it. I was wrong. I, said, I think I said a week ago they, they wouldn't want it. Why would they have it? But I couldn't be more wrong, and I'm glad they're going to be playing there. You know, the, the other thing, Brian, that uh, the other match, um, unless you had more on th- this one with Rory, the other match did announce their format. And they're going to play nine holes of four ball, right? So best ball, if you will, in the Tiger, Tiger, Peyton, Phil, Brady match. And then they're going to do modified alternate shot on the second nine, which um, I don't know if – I'm trying to think. Is that, that – Chapman? Means- What's that? Chapman there? I, I don't know. It, I just said modified. Uh, I'm guessing it's, it's – what they mean is, uh, you know, they're going to alternate tee boxes. Meaning, you know, we can't miss a putt so you can uh, make sure you have the tee in the next hole. That's what yeah. I think. I, I think that would be it. Otherwise, if you, if you had won or lost the hole already, you would you know, you'd miss the putt on purpose. So, you know, maybe the pro could hit the next tee shot. But one thing on the, on the – Rory and DJ said that they were actually going to be paired together at the Zurich Classic this year. Because remember that event is where they put two – you know, you have two guys go together. That event's um, – I would say, you know, mid-tier in terms of star power-wise. Kevin, you probably maybe, you know, would you agree with that? And that, But look at that. They were going to have Rory and DJ were going to play together. Well, yeah, what they – you know, what that event um, was struggling to get players there, so they changed the format. And I was like, hey, we get to do a team thing. We get to be partners. And the formats changed. They did alternate shot. They did best ball. Um, it, it became much more intriguing. Uh, of an event and as guys played it they convinced other guys hey you got to come play it's a ton of fun you know you're in new orleans it's a great time and so uh you know that that event certainly picked up some steam with that change of format going to the team format and to have it different every single day yeah yeah so two matches coming up one on may 17th that's fowler and wolf against rory and dj that's on nbc and then on the 24th on tnt brady and Phil go against Tiger and Peyton. So got good live golf matches on back-to-back weekends there, to watch. There was good trash talk in that on Instagram. Yes. Did yeah. you see of why they of what Peyton said about why they had to play it in Florida? Yes. Yeah, that was super Great. funny. For those that didn't hear it, um, Peyton said, yeah, you know, he, he was doing these interviews with Ernie Johnson from TNT, who's going to be, you know, part of the coverage. And they were doing an interview to promote the event, obviously. And, Peyton said they had to play it in Florida because Brady, after his arrest, he called it a criminal arrest, has to wear an ankle bracelet. So he knew that he couldn't leave Florida, and that's why they're going to play it down there. And you know they're doing this on Zoom like we are here too, so we can see each other. And you know Brady is just shaking his head like, oh my goodness. And Phil and Tiger are dying while Peyton's and Peyton, as you know, very good because he does a lot of TV work now. He has his own show. He just keeps going with it as if like you know. He's just, he's got all the facts to back it up. It was really, really funny. So I'm, that part, I, I think you're right. I think the golf will be better in the Fowler, Wolf, Rory, DJ match. But hearing them jab each other, Mickelson was showing the trophy from the match from last year. He's like, Tiger, I don't know if you got a chance to get a good look at this. You know, I, I don't know. He probably he goes, probably not since it's been in my hand since I won, you know. And then, Tiger said, he goes, Phil, hold on a second. He goes, it's kind of getting cold in here. 
he reaches over and grabs his master's jacket and puts it around him because he said he was cold. <laughs> like it was just, you know, it was good stuff back and forth. But yeah. I think the banter will be better. By uh, the way, that match can be played at Medalist uh, Golf Club in Palm Beach. So another another awesome facility. Yeah, those are two of the best places in Florida, literally. Yeah, they're it's amazing. Right. Thanks for listening here. Tita Green every Saturday on WGR. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Metis. A few minutes here before we go to break. Coming up in our second segment, Scott Howard, the owner and superintendent of Attica's 10th hole and golf course. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, having you hear that interview. But before we go to break here, um, I want to ask you guys about a recent golf.com article that was out this week. And the article really talked about the stats behind playing the safe shot or the risk shot. And there was a study done there. Um, you know, the, the guy that went through and talked about it, Scott Fawcett, said he's changing the way golfers think about course management. Now, he said this is for amateurs. He said, you know, if 98% of the time here, he said this would be the case. But he was saying how that taking the layup shot is the smart play. And he also talked about hey, the punch-out shot when you're in trouble versus trying to hit the hero shot is still statistically the better play. So, uh, Jeff, let's start with you here. Do you agree with those observations and those findings? Well, I agree with the punch-out shot in most cases that that's going to be, you know, hey, sometimes you got to take your medicine. I think the layup, that's going to be player-dependent. And, and, you know, you look at the tour data, they're going to get – the closer they are to the hole, the lower the score is. And I think that applies to most golfers. Now, there's obviously – Obviously, exceptions to every rule. If there's water or a hazard, you're going to have a hard time carrying. Or that 40-yard bunker shot, if you're going to put yourself in a situation where you have, you know, some of the more difficult shots in golf, then you may want to avoid that. But I think, you know, if you're a long hitter and you're reasonably proficient at golf, you're going to want to get as close to the green as you can because it's still easier to get up and down from 40 or 30 yards than it is from – 100 yards or 90 yards and 90 percent of people are going to be able to pitch it and chip it closer now it also depends where you miss and some of that's course strategy so i would i would i would always argue that that's player dependent and situation dependent but i like when people are aggressive and are trying to make birdies or trying to get it close to the hole to try to shoot a lower score instead of trying to make par or trying to save a stroke here and there all right i agree with the punch up right Take your medicine, right? Just punch it out, get it back in the fairway, then then go from there. Um, this par five lane up, this is like wearing a mask, not wearing a mask with COVID. Is it going to protect me? Is it not going to protect me, right? Let's make up our mind once and for all because back in the day, Jeff, you remember it used to be, hey, lay up to your number of your favorite club. Yep. 80 yards with a sand wedge, lay up to 80 yards. Uh, and then it became, hey, hit it as far as you can to get up and down. I'm with you on the far as you can. I I think you always uh, – distance matters. Um, the, it, the, it matters in the pro golf. It matters in amateur golf. Distance matters. So I say no about laying up here. And I'll, I'll go back to uh, the first time I played – I played golf with Rick Martin, the late great Sabre, twice in my life. And the first time uh, we were playing and we were on a par five and there was a little bit of water in front at 235 and I had a three-wood in my hand. This is when I was younger to carry it. And I'm debating, and he came over, and he said, what's the problem? I said, well, it's 235, has water. He's like, don't ever be afraid to hit a great shot. Go for it. Change the way I played par fives. I always go for it now to try to get it as close as I can. Yeah, the number one factor in scoring is proximity to the hole. So 
just use that as your bet. And I agree with you, Kevin, you know, confidence swing. And then we talked about that with psychology, maybe a conservative target. Maybe you don't aim at the pin. Maybe you aim at the place where you can get up and down easily, but a cocky swing. So if you make a confident swing at a conservative target, even though it's far away, that's still going to, you're still going to end up better. You know, you see pros, Brian, uh, at par fives and, oh, it's in the bunker and they're second. You know, th that's a calculated miss. They, they are likely aiming at the bunker, trying to cut it or draw it off the bunker. And if it goes in, that's the miss they want. Or if it makes the green, then they're, then they're there. Absolutely. All right, good points there. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. Before we go to break, uh, just a couple of household items. Uh, one of our home clubs, Tantera, uh, the PGA Pro a membership director there, Don Schneider, wants to let you know they've got a swing into spring promotion going on. If you sign up today or this month, Don says he'll waive your uh, fees for all the month of May. Uh, all memberships are inclusive. Carts, driving range, bag storage, everything's inclusive. And all individual memberships are all under $300 a month. So he wants to let you know you can contact him uh, at Tantera for that. As, uh, of course, TD Green, one of our proud home clubs, Tantera Golf Club. And Kevin, I know you want to uh, have one uh, message as well here before we go to break. Yeah, another one of our home clubs, uh, Lancaster Country Club, uh, where I'm a member of and, and playing my golf uh, this year. Um, we just want to uh, send our best out to Gary Powers, the superintendent there and a member of the Lancaster Country Club family. Uh, Gary, all the members are behind you. Gary got some uh, tough news this week, um, but we're all behind him in his fight. And there is... Uh, a GoFundMe support page for him to help with some expenses. Um, and I'll leave it at that. But uh, Gary, we're all thinking about you and your family and uh, best of luck, my friend. Well said. Time out here on TD Green. Scott Howard from Attica Golf Course. Coming up next right here, along with Kevin Sylvester and PGA Pro Jeff Minas, I'm Brian Colesio. More TD Green right after this. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Tantara Golf Club, Briarwood Country Club, and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned, more Tea to Green coming up. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, everybody, to more Tea to Green here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Thanks for joining us. I'm Brian Colsey along with Kevin Sylvester and, as always, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Uh, as we roll on here on a Saturday, we want to welcome in our next guest, Scott Howard, the owner and superintendent of Attica's Tent Hole and Golf Course. He is just taking on ownership this year. Uh, Scott, we have known for many years from his contributions um, at Fox Valley, but also to our Duster Challenge 
And uh, before we bring Scott in, Kevin, we know the Duster Challenge is for something that an event that has grown every year. We're very proud of it. Uh, at the moment, we don't have an official announcement about whether it's going to happen or not this year, but uh, a big part of why that event took place was people like Scott that uh, volunteered their time, gave efforts toward the charity, and uh, he got our whole course up and running on that Fox Valley putting green. Yeah, he, uh, he welcomed the vision uh, and, and let us uh, – well, he, he was willing to punch 18 holes in the putting green at Fox Valley, which some superintendents <laughs> might be like, I don't know if I want to do that. And he was all about it and uh, mapped it out and just um, even stayed late to do it uh, each time and look forward to it. So uh, we can't thank him enough and all the money we raised for uh, the PGA uh, Reach Foundation and the Hope program and uh yeah we don't we don't know yet what we're going to be able to do for 2020 but scott thank you for uh, all their help in the past with it <laughs> thank you guys for having me this is the, it, it's it was enjoyable and uh i look forward to participating in it in the future yes we hope yeah yeah you're the voice of reason for some of the pin placements that we would argue with kevin about <laughs> if i remember correctly <laughs> <laughs> well thank you i thank you for that Yes. Yeah, but it's, you know, come on, that 15th <laughs> hole, uh, you know, we, we made that one famous, uh, for sure. Uh, you know, I, I just want to jump in. Scott, I'm thrilled for you. I mean, uh, um, when you told me last fall that uh, you were um, in line to buy Attica, um, I, I, I can't think of a, a better person to fulfill a dream than to um, take care of his own golf course. I know the, the times right now <laughs> may have you thinking, oh, my God, what I do, but um, it's going to work out for you. I have no doubt about it. And I'm, I'm thrilled that you were able to do so. Yeah, well, uh, thank you. We're very excited to uh, to take on this new venture. It's something that uh, my wife and I have dreamed about and talked about for many years. And, uh, you know, having our own little course in the back, you know, in our hometown here to take care of and to to get more involved in the community and, and see it prosper. You, you did such yeah, a great Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, Attica's been around for a while, and it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a great little place. I know a bunch of golfers that have come through Attica that have been pretty good golfers, and you got a nice community, a nice a nice fit out there with that with that facility you have. Yeah, it was uh, opened in 1932, so it's it's one of the older courses in Western New York, and there's a lot of uh, difficult and challenging holes that will help you improve your game uh you know playing out here um there's only one flat hole on the whole golf course so you, you know it, it helps you when you go to those courses that have maybe a little bit more difficult of a shot scott howard with us here on t to green he's the owner and superintendent of attica's 10th hole and golf course out in attica new york of course scott so you were a superintendent for many years you've been involved in the golf industry for many 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 years can you just kind of give everybody maybe just a, a quick outline of what your careers looked like and now what what triggered the idea to go ahead and say, yes, I'm ready to buy a course here and, and be the guy in charge? Uh, yeah, so I grew up in Franklinville and actually grew up on a nine-hole golf course down there, Ishwa Valley, uh, which is where I learned to play and, and, and actually where I started my career. Uh, went, I went to college at SUNY Dell High. Uh, and got my four-year degree there. Uh, I did an internship in three years. I worked at Gowanda Country Club. Uh, after that, I was lucky enough to get my first superintendent job here at Attica, uh, where I spent 10 years, uh, which is going to help with owning the course because I spent so much time here. I know where a lot of the places are. 
a lot of the a lot of the irrigation and problem areas that we need to take care of. And then uh, after that, I, I looked to improve my career by going on to Fox Valley, and that's where I spent the last four years uh, before returning now as an owner. And it, it have some more challenges <laughs> um, from from not just the golf end of it. Uh, well, with the 10 years that I spent here, I, I ran a lot of the office stuff and did a lot of the, not just the superintendent end of it as well. How about, you know, just you have done such great work. We know, you know, from our experience of being at Fox Valley so much the last few seasons with our show, when we mentioned the duster, we know it was in such great condition and the work you did there. Um, so we know you know how to get a course in good shape. But what about being an owner? What are all those other pieces? Maybe what are some things that have surprised you so far as being an owner? Um, it really hasn't come in to, to too many surprises yet. Uh, my wife, Missy, has uh, got a background in hospitality. That's what we met in college. She, was, she graduated with her four-year degree in hospitality. So she's got the restaurant background under her, under her wing. Um, so between the two of us, we kind of have most of the categories covered. Uh, it's just kind of filing all the paperwork and what it takes to get all the details of what you needed to do with the state and everything else just to get the course itself. I, I'm sure Jeff knows, you know, you, you start operating, once you get started, all of a sudden something pops up with, well, you, were, you needed to fill out this piece of paper, but you didn't. Well, nobody told me that I needed to fill out this piece of paper. But um, as far as the day-to-day -day operations of the golf course, uh, right now with everything going on, we're, we're just running it as a family and just trying to keep everything up to, up to you know, where we can until we can bring in more staff. Now, is it private, semi-private? What's the, what's the business model? We are a 100% daily fee public golf course now. Um, we are using Golf Now. Uh, as our is our platform with our tea sheet and everything um, you, you can book uh, our tea times through golf now and or through our website uh, but we are going to be uh, daily fee we have leagues on Monday and Tuesday Monday night men's league a Tuesday night mixed league a Wednesday night ladies league and then a Thursday morning men's league um, those are going to be our leagues and then uh, pretty much open play for the weekend and availability for outings and uh, events. Scott, are, is, um, and forgive my uh, lack of familiarity, but it's a nine-hole track? Nine-hole golf course, yes. Yep. All right. So so with that, do you think that's an advantage now? Everybody's uh, uh, crunched for time, like, you know, trying to find time to play 18, playing nine holes. Uh, if that's an advantage, do you think as a business model, hey, come on, we're a nine-hole golf course, come play nine holes, get it done in less than two hours? Absolutely. I think that's one of the one of the reasons that we've seen a little bit of the, the downturn in golf in the past few years is the people that don't don't have they would enjoy to play the game of golf, but just don't have the time to do it with other commitments and, and families and, and their work schedule. Um I think that uh one thing that we can do is have smaller outings as well. You know, uh, you don't need to have, uh, you know, the whole day taken up by an outing or an event. So that is one of the things that we would like to promote here at Attica is, is the, the, the nine holes. Um, we found out that 
about two hours is what our turn times are. So if you were going to play nine holes out here, it's it's on average taking about two hours for a round of golf. Now, if I, I want to play 18, do you uh, have a, a card set up with a different tee box for that second 18? Is there, I know there's some nine hole courses, I think a Sweeten's Cove, a uh, famous one in Tennessee that they, but their greens are so big, they built them that way where they can put uh, two different uh, flag sticks in and you play the color on a certain ones, but how do you treat that if someone wants to play 18 holes? Right. Well, that's how the, there was. they were set up that way in the past. But, again, with promoting the nine-hole course, we have four sets of tees. Uh, we have we have the red, which is the forward. Then we have a white, which I guess in a, in a private club 18-hole setting would be like your senior tee. And then you have your blue, which is your standard men's. And then we have our black tees, which is the farthest back, the farthest point back from every tee box because some people enjoy to go out and see quote unquote see the whole course um so we we've set it up to have four sets of tees and you would just choose which set of tees you want to play both times around um so most most people will want to pick blue both time around or white both time around but you can mix it up yourselves and when you post your score you just post it as a nine hole score each time gotcha uh, Scott Howard with us from Attica's 10th hole and golf course. Scott, I will say this for someone who is now in charge of a 10 year old son and also of a 70 plus year old father, uh, your place was enjoyable to play. I know we got to get there um, last season and it's like, okay, where's the appropriate course that would fit for both of them, you know, for, for a, a kid as well as a senior who you know, my father, who's loved golf, who's played it his whole life, he just doesn't hit it as farther as he used to just because of his age. And also, you know, somewhere for my son where he can have fun. And at the same time, kind of a challenge for me, too, uh, in the middle. So I thought uh, when we got a chance to go out there last uh, season and play, uh, we really enjoyed it. And I thought what was neat is, like you mentioned, the terrain of the course. Uh, there was some really nice views and some pretty good challenging areas. And um, just, you know, some of the holes being shorter didn't mean they were easier. They had some good challenges to it. So I enjoyed the layout of it. Uh, what about the layout would you like to promote here and tell everybody about? Well, honestly, the probably most unique hole that we have on the golf course is our seventh hole. It's a par three, it's downhill, and it's 220 yards. So that's not even what makes it unique. The green is very small, and it's very much of an optical illusion so as you're standing on the green it looks like it slopes from the front to the back uh yeah it looks like it slopes from the back to the front the back is built up and it looks like it's pitched forward but when you hit your putt it actually rolls the other way um one of the other one of the other features that you find on this golf course is most of the putts you can't see the break okay they're a subtle break it's not a big undulating green and everything kind of funnels to the to the bottom of the first hole where the railroad tracks are that run behind the first green so if you kind of visualize where you are on the golf course you can kind of get an idea of how the putt's going to roll you know i'm wondering scott you, you mentioned uh you, you were there for 10 years uh you left before we went to fox valley but at any point in that 10 years, did you say, someday I'm going to own this place? And did you say it to anybody, and they say you're nuts? Um, or when did the idea come to your head that you're going to buy Attica Golf Course? 
Um, well, I guess the idea had always been I would love to own Attica. That that it was a golf course that had so much potential, and I would love to get my hands in it and do things that I wanted to do. Um, the 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 one thing that I would say, you know, really pushed us forward is uh, while we were while I was at Fox Valley the one year, we heard that there was a rumor that somebody had, was potentially going to buy it and, um, and, and that the uh, deal fell through. Um, when I approached the, the board of governors here and asked them about it, uh, they said, well, there was really no wheels behind it, but we're always listening. If there, if, if there's an opportunity to purchase it, of course, a fair offer to somebody that's going to, you know, going to keep the up to keep the course keep the integrity of the course uh, we would we would listen to an offer and that's when missy and i started started putting pencil to paper and figuring out what we could do excellent well i want to ask you one question about just with your superintendent knowledge here before we get into uh, our last minute or two here um we know that this every spring is a challenge for superintendents around western new york and i when when we have superintendents on i always love to ask this question what can we do as golfers to make your job easier because the best thing I know of one thing why the three of us, Kevin, Jeff, and I all love golf is the aesthetics of it. We love when the course looks great. We love when it's picturesque. It helps us get over our bad shots a little easier too, I think at times, right? Uh, but what can we do as players, everybody listening here, what can we do as players to make the course superintendent's jobs a little easier? Um, I, I think, I think the one, the one thing that we see as superintendents that, that, uh, you know, we, we, there's always room for improvement is, you know, repairing your ball marks, picking up, you know, making sure that you're raking your bunkers, that you're, that you're helping us out with, with the things that maybe, you know, would just make that putt roll a little bit smoother or make that shot out of the sand a little bit easier. Um, we have a lot of acreage to take care of when it comes to a golf course. We have a lot of areas to take care of. And sometimes Mother Nature doesn't necessarily necessarily cooperate with us so we get behind and, and anything that the golfer can do to just you know when it's if, if a superintendent requests that you place the rake back in the bunker remember to throw the rake back in the bunker if they you know if uh you know if don't throw the garbage on the ground next to the garbage can make sure you know you're picking up after yourself just simple things like that really really go a long way to to make our jobs a lot easier Excellent. Scott, I know you've mentioned uh, possible outings, the restaurant, the course itself, public play leagues. Um, for those that are listening that maybe want to get going or, or want to come play Attica, why don't you pass out some of the information uh, of where they can find all that out? All right. Well, we have our, we have our website at atticastentpole.com. Uh, also our Facebook page. We, our Facebook page, Attica's Tentpole, we update it probably the most frequently and get out the most information. Um, we offer season passes here, uh, family and individual and intermediate, which goes from the ages of 19 to 25 and juniors from uh, up to the age of 18. Uh, we, we offer season cart passes. Uh, follow, you know, we, uh, we also have our daily fee. Our daily rates are going to be one solid price. It's when we're allowed to use golf carts, when the state, uh, you know, allows us to use golf carts, it's going to be $22 for nine holes and 33 for 18. Uh, but all that information is found on our Facebook 
and our website. Excellent. Well, Scott, we know that early May, we were supposed to come out and do our Tea to Green show live there. Uh, we will still plan on doing that as soon as the state allows us to come out and <laughs> start doing remote broadcasts as well. So we look forward to that. Good luck here this spring uh, with your new venture. And uh, we always appreciate all your work with the Duster over the years. So thanks again, and we'll talk soon. Yeah, I'm confident you're going to do great. Just listening to you, your attitude, knowing you, um, knowing, the, knowing Attica. I, I'm excited for the people in Attica, and I'm excited for you. Good luck to you, man. That's going to be awesome. Thank you. Scott Howard from Attica's Tent Pole and Golf Course with us here on TD Green. We appreciate Scott spending some time with us today. We'll take a quick time out. More TD Green coming up with Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Medes right after this on WGR. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Tantara Golf Club, Briarwood Country Club, and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. And we're back on Tea to Green. I want to thank our friends and the family of Scroy Financial for their support of TD Green. Scroy Financial is a local family-owned financial planning firm. They've been helping Western New Yorkers achieve their financial goals since 1971. If your goals change, if you have some challenges, I suggest you give our friends at Scroy Financial a call at 674-6700. That's 674-6700. Or go to their website, scroyfinancial.com, S-G-R-O-I financial.com. Also, Want to thank our friends at the Jump Agency with Allstate for their support of the show. Sponsoring our majors contest along with Batavia Downs. We don't have the majors yet, but they're coming. We promise they're coming. That's right. Early August, we'll have our uh, majors contest back with some great prizes for you there. Want to thank Scott Howard from Attica's 10th Hole and Golf Course for joining us last segment. If you want to find out more information on what Scott had to say, Attica's 10th Hole.com is the website we'll get to jeff's pga western new york pga tip of the week here coming up uh, in just one moment but uh, let's now check on our Ryder cup report brought to you by new era cap the official cap of team usa uh rider cup still no news in terms of playing status still scheduled for late september at whistling straits but Padraig harrington uh, kind of did an uh-oh moment this week he was on a talk show and uh, accidentally said that luke donald was one of his vice captains apparently he wasn't supposed to do that uh, he uh, went on Twitter and said he messed up, but at the same time, congratulated Luke Donald. I guess it seems like an appropriate choice. Donald and Harrington had many battles on the golf course. Uh, to our Champions Tour report now, and that's brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the official clothing for the three of us right here on Tee to Green. Uh, Champions Tour announced that they will start with the Ally Challenge on July 27th. Uh, that'll be in Michigan uh, locally, in terms of the Champions Tour affecting us here in New York, in Western New York, I guess, Central New York, uh, the Dick Sporting Goods Open, which is played in Endicott for August 10th, has been unfortunately one of the events that has been taken off the schedule uh, with that revamp moving. So, uh, no Champions Tour event this year uh, in Endicott, New York. Always kind of a, a fun time to see all the big names on the Champions Tour there. All right, a few minutes left here on Tee to Green. Let's finish with our Western New York. PGA tip of the week brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Jeff, let's talk about controlling your trajectory of your golf ball. Um, 
Obviously, at times, you want to keep the ball low. Obviously, at times, you need the ball to be high. Uh, what are some of the key thoughts on those two elements? Yeah, this is how you control your distance on golf shots. You know, the wind. We get a lot of wind in Western New York when we play. I know I think everybody's pretty much aware that, you know, if you move the ball forward, you kind of add a little bit loft. And if you move the ball back, you kind of deal off the club a little bit because of the shaft angle. One thing I don't think, think people think about a lot is um, the spine angle. So if you're standing up straight, if you take a line from your belt buckle to your chin, that's your spine angle, okay? So if I take that spine angle and lean it towards my target, I have de-lofted that club. That's one way I really like to control the trajectory And if I'm trying to hit the ball lower. A little tip of warning there is if you're, if you're leaning a little bit left, or it's not so much leaning as moving your spine angle in front of the golf ball. Be careful that that forward leg or that way you're leaning doesn't sink when you do it. Still keep your hips and and your in the in the basic same position. Just tilt your spine a little bit forward to hit a little bit lower, and tilt your spine a little bit back to hit hit a little bit higher. The higher shot can be a little bit harder because as you tilt your spine back, you tend to want to bottom out behind the golf ball. So be aware of that that your center of gravity has moved a little bit behind the golf ball. So when you're releasing that club, you got to be aware that you don't want to bottom out behind it. Now, if you think of it in those terms. If I'm sitting there straight up and straight down, when my, if my shaft gets to the golf ball at a 90-degree angle, that's not actually perfect, but that's actually a higher shot. If my shaft gets there where the handle's ahead, that's a lower shot. So you never want to have the handle actually behind the ball. You'll always bottom out behind it so you can have it even with the ball to hit it high or ahead of the ball a little in increments to hit it lower, if that makes sense. So, yeah, control it with your spine angle, your ball position, the blending of those. Just be careful that, you know, typically when you lean back, you'll tend to bottom out behind the ball, and that, that'll cause a fat shot, and, and it, it, it's not much fun then. So be cognizant of that as you're, as you're setting up to the golf ball. So a lot of it's setup change. Yeah, that, that shot where you're tr trying to get the height on it and pop the ball up right away, that, that can be difficult where you are thinking about your body position, and then all of a sudden you don't realize, uh-oh, that club's going to come in and grab a lot, of, a lot of earth on the way through. It's, it's a tough shot to do. And if you bounce angle of the club, so if you're using a wedge or your seven iron, and lie, lie affects that. So if you if you got a fluffy lie, that's a much easier shot because you can kind of release under it. If you've got a tight lie, then you, you really got to learn to use the bounce of your club to kind of skip into it. On a tight lie, you'll actually hit behind the, the ball on the turf and let that bounce of that club glide through and launch that ball in the air. I feel like I'm scrubbing the, the cover off the golf ball when I hit that shot. I'm trying to kind of cut underneath it, cut the, there's an old saying, we're going to cut the legs out from underneath that golf ball. Imagine that golf ball, two little baby legs on it. I'm going to cut the legs right off that golf ball to launch it up in the air. And you always want to have more speed too, because you're adding loft. So the more I add loft, the shorter the ball is going to go. You see those guys take those full swings, hit it 30 yards. That golf club, they took a 60 degree wedge and made it 75 degrees and then put the handle back and lean back. They're hitting at 80, 90, almost 80 degrees in the air sometimes, and that's why it goes so short. And, and I you take that same wedge, put the handle forward, and hit it 150. I want to add one tip here at the end of our show, Brian. Uh, if you hit in a bunker, do your best to, uh, you know, clean up your footprints at least. Smooth it out as best you can with your foot. Um, don't just leave it. You know, someone else is coming. I know we don't have rakes right now. Uh, it's just one of the things we got, but you know, do, do something. Don't just leave it like nothing. <laughs> there we go. That's my public service announcement for this week. All right. Yeah, I, I think you're right. We, uh, 
we've had it where you, you end up in a bunker and there's footprints all over it. And, and yeah. right now, what are you going to do? But you're right. Try to smooth it out the best you can. Right now, roll it. Yeah, find a good spot and hit the shot. Yeah. I know that's not posting, Kev. You're the uh, you're, well. You're the posting <laughs> he was ready to jump in. Give me a funny look. <laughs> well, listen, I was I was trying. I was I was I, I was doing a qualifying round for something, and I had to play it out of a footprint. I'm like, I, I, they could just brushed it over. I know it wasn't gonna be perfect, but it's like I would have rather had a fried egg, frankly. And this big divot of a foot, you know, Bigfoot was playing, I guess, in front of me. Sasquatch right. was out there. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll be next week's tip. We'll talk about hitting out of a Bigfoot. That's right. <laughs> the big <Excellent>. toe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, but All right, practice, gentlemen. Get on the range Jeff. and practice hitting it high and low. It makes a big difference. Okay. Yes. Practice. That's the, that's, the, that's the end of every tip. You should practice the shot that Jeff has just told you how to do. Absolutely. Okay. Gentlemen, thank you. We'll do it again next week. Sounds forward to it. Thanks to Derek Kramer for producing. Thanks to Scott Howard from Attica for joining us. And for Kevin Sylvester and PGA Pro Jeff Metis, I'm Brian Colesiel. Thanks, as always, for listening to Tee to Green every Saturday here on WGR, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, Jim Beam, and our home clubs, Tantara, Briarwood, and Lancaster. We'll talk to you next, next week right here on Tee to Green. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.